Hello, everybody. This is the last Joy Has Questions of 2018. I cannot believe it. Um, first and foremost, thank you to everyone who has supported, continued to listen, giving me their constructive criticism, been a guest on my show, um, loved me when I was just like, oh, I cannot do it, helped me to, you know, keep my consistency. All the thoughts, prayers, accommodations, it has not fallen on deaf ears. I, I would not have this show if it was not for you all's continued support. Um, jumping right into You Better Know, I'm going to do probably the only time, but this You Better Know is for a man that the city of Chicago just lost this week. Um, he passed this Wednesday, and when I tell you just... Uh, <sighs> Every time I saw him, he was a smile on his face, encouraging, and a true Chicagoan through and through. Um, I am referring to Brian Sleet. Um, This was a lawyer, political activist, a part of the Obama Foundation. Um, He was the backbone behind Kim Fox's campaign, which got her elected as the first African-American woman um, state's attorney. Um, and that's how I met him. I met him when he was her campaign manager. And every time I saw him, he was just, Hey, Joy, how you doing? What you working on? You know, it didn't matter if I saw him in bureau bar, you know, it didn't matter if I saw him at the McCormick place. Like he was always head down hustling, but he always had time to stop and to share encouragement. Um, I know that this is my girl, Nicole Johnson's mentor, um, And as she sits poised in preparation to become the next alderman of Inglewood, hopefully the youngest alderman of Inglewood, um, I just, I feel like everyone is definitely in still a space of shock. But if one thing I can say is that the testimony for this man is there's nothing better than when the city that you have given your life and soul to, whenever your time comes, gives you that head nod or that salute because there's nothing to me that means more than having the respect and have being able to hold your head up high in this world or the next and know that Chicago was rocking with you um in terms of everything that he had done he worked on a dozen of campaigns like I always saw him with like alderman's campaigns state representatives okay like he was moving through these streets um Kim Fox was even quoted in the Chicago Tribune saying like I don't know if I would have been elected had it not been for him um he was found this Wednesday uh he died of heart disease um and something that I just cannot emphasize enough we go, 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 go so hard as community, as individuals. Take that moment. Take that moment. And and also, I don't know if there was any, you know, other health issues or situations that were going on with him, but it's just heartbreaking that this king is gone this soon. But in terms of everything that he accomplished, he definitely was somebody that put his stamp on this city. He was a political consultant, lawyer. He was a community leader. He born and raised Southsider, grew up in the Chatham neighborhood, graduated from Whitney Young in 96, went to Dartmouth, got his law degree from U of I. In terms of all of his credentials, you know, 
Roderick Sawyer, who basically is the alderman of the Sixth Ward, could not stop, you know, just talking about everything that he did. Um, and I'm not going to make this seem like, oh, I was besties with him. No, I wasn't besties with Brian Sleet. I wasn't a part of his inner circle. But what I loved, it didn't matter if I saw him on 53rd um, at the Starbucks, because that is connected to where they currently have the Obama Center. Um, or if I saw him at a political event, he always treated me like somebody. And he always acted like he wanted to hear my voice and my opinion. There's nothing that means more to somebody than someone taking an interest in them and giving a fuck about what it is that matters to them. Um, Chicago has truly lost a, a, a hero, you know, especially in the black community. My heart goes out to his girlfriend, to his family, to his nieces, his nephew, his siblings. Um, and just know that Sleet is Chicago. That's not, there is not a more fitting tribute that could be given to him. Um, so rest in peace for the You Better Know being for Brian Sleet. And now let's get into the show. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is very difficult to do. I, I'm so fucking uncomfortable right now. Jeff. I feel like I left my baby outside. <laughs> The second I said, you looked over like, wait, where am I? <laughs> nah, bitch, you ain't behind the velvet curtain today. Um, hello, everybody. It's your girl. Joy has questions. I cannot believe it. This is the last Sunday of 2018. I don't know whether to be like, woo, child, thank God we made it. Or if I'm like, where the hell did the year go? I just, yeah, no words. Um, Today we have an incredibly special episode. If you all have been following along, listening, you know whenever my cousin comes on, uh, my sis, I act 30 times more of a fucking fool. So I'm like, I'm a geek to tell. Like, if you all ever want to know, like, what do these two bras do at home? Like, this. So everyone say what's up to the one and only Jazz the Legend. Hi, people. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. Hi. I don't, the, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. First this. off, you with this little red riding hood. It's my, my. Is that the security? This like, is my security. I'm not interviewing you. Like, a mess. Okay. Um, can you believe, girl? It's literally 2019. As far as I'm concerned, I have a whole nother day. <laughs> Pump your, pump your <laughs> well, you'll be 30 in a couple of weeks, so, you know. Right, I can turn the show off. I don't <laughs> have to do this. <laughs> Whatever. You see how she treats me there. You heard it live. Um, but no, thanks so much, love. I really just wanted this episode to be like a reflection episode of nigga, we made it. But yeah. also to just have it be something, you know, not only just for posterity, but to truly just take a beat, you know, like this was a crazy year on the worldwide scene. This was a crazy year in terms of what was happening in Chicago, um, with ourselves, our own lives. It was just reading like, you know, sometimes it was like, oh, great. And other times I'm like, what type of Univision telenovela bullshit is this? So I am super happy to have you on the show. I could not think of anybody else I would want to end the year out with. Thank you. Especially seeing how you want to be here tomorrow. Shade. 
I can't even speak on this. (laughs) So I'll let it go. So this is our New Year's Eve celebration. (laughs) Um, Yes, let's jump right into it. So y'all, check this out. Jasmine had to put me on pop culture. I didn't know what the hell was going on with this ghetto couple. Um, So apparently, Lyra Galore, how do you say her name? I think that is it, Lyra Galore. Lyra Galore. Yeah, I believe so. I feel like she chose that from like a stripper generator. Well, you know how everybody yeah, used to she be- has a last name that is not her last name. Clearly, wait, her real name is Lyra. Yeah. Oh, I she was that. on Iyanla Fix My Life. That's how I kind of figured out what her name was. Oh, true. Because Iyanla would have been like, "Beloved, what is your name?" <laughs> right. Hold on. Let me, let me see if I can do it. Beloved, what is your name? <laughs> Speak your truth. <laughs> You'd be like, "Bitch, I asked you for chicken sausage. I'm not emotional right now. Like, yeah, what is wrong?" Lyra. Okay, well, apparently Miss Lyra was dating uh, Mr. Potato Head from Pierre, Quality. Don't be rude. D- he don't look like Mr. Potato Head from Toy Story. I've only seen him one time. They call him P. Actually, he looked like the. You remember that ninety show Dinosaur? Do do. Yes, I do. He looks like the dinosaur daddy. Wow. He do. <laughs> well, he's about to be soon. <laughs> Two times over, apparently. <laughs> he everybody, daddy. So, um, daddy, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so it was revealed that he um, impregnated Lyra Galore. They were in a relationship. You know, she was flashing this really big diamond on her finger. And I was like, you know, sometimes niggas just do that for like a promise ring or. I see. I, I hear a like clicking t- uh, time go off once I start seeing the engagement. Right, it's like downhill from there. I feel like I'm gonna say for oh. these type of couples. Right, because I like if this would be like Deval and Kadeen or something. Like if they weren't already married when they were introduced to like social media, I would be looking like, oh yes, I'm following this because I know it's gonna happen. But it's yeah. like when you see like. P and Lyra, I'm just like, girl, good job on securing that investment. <laughs> and as long as you don't break the engagement, you get to keep the ring. So go for what you know, sis. Um, but yeah, so she revealed on IG that she was pregnant. That completely came out of left field. But apparently what you were able to drop me from the good um, black exploitation television program, no, I'm kidding, from BT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch, that commercial for American so I can't. But... <laughs> For what it's worth, you sent me a link so I could at least understand what was going on. Right. So apparently, P has been shooting up several clubs simultaneously. He impregnated his girl at the time, Lyra, but then he also has another girl pregnant. We're just gonna call her Kaleidoscope because I, I someone would like Kyler, Kyler will, Mike will made it junior. I don't know, but K. P popped off K. <laughs> okay, and now everything is all up in the air because apparently these two girls were friends. Shocker. <laughs> Which really, like, y'all have got to understand what is worth sharing and what is not. And I feel like they were okay with it. It seems very much so like a sister wife situation like there was clearly some type of understanding there as long as publicly like Lyra was the bad bitch or the, like the number the one. main yeah um so he like embarrassed her and put out their personal business and then he started really spilling tea and you know he he like outed her outed her pregnancy which was kind of fucked up 
like posting her um, ultrasound. It's one of those things where I'm just like, I am saddened that a woman's pregnancy is now being stressed out. No less by the man that's supposed to be protecting her in this situation, i.e. the nigga I just made this life with. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I just can't get over when I look at this situation is just like, did you did you get like emotional stability when you looked at him? Like his lifestyle, how he comes off. And no, I'm not trying to say like, Oh, well, you should have known that is, I am not trying to blame victim blame or judge her. I guess it's just a matter of like that whole co- collective ain't really known for fidelity. So I guess I'm just kind of like for him now to be snatching her bags or, you know, eBaying them or whatever the hell he doing with them, giving them to new girls yeah. or, or also who is the lame that is sitting here crisscrossing across, across the interweb to find out, see that elbow joint that was taken at 4:42 PM. And then at 4:56 it switched to that timesheet. So apparently they're together. Like, I don't know how people do that, but whatever, like IG where in the world, Carmen San Diego detective work that's been going on, is inconsequential. I just think it's a fucked up situation because it's like, it's still tied into self-worth. True. Uh, I don't know if you watched love and hip hop. I don't know which one it was. Um, but it was the storyline with Akbar. Oh God. (laughs) Akbar. And, um, what, 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 I think the most, that was love in uh, Vancouver. I don't know. (laughs) Love, love hip hop. Yes. Wait, no. With Brooke Bauer. New York. New York. No, we're wrong again. Hollywood. That was Hollywood? Yeah, Akbar was on Hollywood. Okay. But it, it, it just, it, it gives me that vibe of the Akbar situation where you have this guy with this power and this wealth, quotations, and he's using that to take advantage of women. And women are really low. Some women are low at Going that for point. The and they're dope. very much like, they're, they're going to jump on board. They see it as security. And they buy into the story of, you know, he's really helping us all out. Like, it's just, it's manipulation, and I really hate niggas like that <laughs> with a passion. Like, I hate looking at Akbar, and now I feel the same way about Mr. PP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, that, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I there's a special place in hell for that type of behavior and, and toxic masculinity. I just... I. <laughs> Woo, that ain't even a 12-step. That's like, that's someone that ain't even willing to admit I'm an alcoholic. Like, they just like, I am out here doing the damn thing. I think the thing for me is like, a lot of times people, oh, that's the game. You know, niggas popping and then like the bitches just flock to us. I'm like, but it's also tied into your fragile ego because I don't care how this sounds. My show isn't politically correct. Nobody would check for him if he was not rich. There's nobody, like, teddy bears might be making a resurgence because it's cold outside and now bitches want to snuggle, but it's just like, let me just keep it all the way funky fresh. I will snuggle with a body pillow before I'm letting Rick Ross or that nigga suffocate me. Like, no, I'm not doing it. So it's just like, at the end of the day, it is truly incredibly sad for me to see like another black woman and this this is the same type of personality that she exhibited on a y'all fix my life like she wasn't pregnant there but i'm just like oh this is just around the river bend like and here it is and the other young lady has been quiet or whatever but 
I, that's gonna be a night that's something written in mona scott young heaven but it's a reality hell wish them a great 2019 sorry sis it's just gonna get worse once you actually have your babies you see how mystica and her like sister wives acted like once the babies come it just it gets worse because no one can adequately communicate no one can deal with this type of you know responsibility i think also the thing for me when i looked at it i was just like I hate when people go like, oh, I only got to deal with you for 18 years. Unless you are planning on murdering your child on their 18th birthday and they are to have no more milestones after that, this is not an 18 one and done type situation. You will see them at weddings. You will see them when somebody dies. You will see them at christenings. Like, having a baby is a lifelong bond. Like Christenings. I'm just imagining Lyra Galore oh, and God. Pierre at a christening. <laughs> like, what? Sorry, the, the visual. Just- oh. Instead of holy water, they sprinkling the baby in Hennessy. <laughs> right? They got to step and repeat at the front of the church. <laughs> they, got, they got fucking bottles. They got peace section. Exactly. <laughs> Quavo coming in with a dab of red. <laughs> oh, God. Cardi B going, oh, girl. Like, Jesus. Also, can we please speak on the fact that I didn't realize Offset like did not come from a broken home, which also to me brings another aspect of we assume we see black kids. To me, Offset is the epitome of like kids that grew up in Harvey. Stop saying your ass grew up in. You grew up in the fucking suburbs. You grew up in Richmond Park. You grew up in Crete. Same <laughs> with Soldier Boy, which I know you don't. You're not fond of him, but who? He's- He's a problematic fave. Oh, I didn't hear. Soldier Boy. Oh, God. You had to repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what you said, but I was hope I sincerely was like, maybe that was it. Yeah, <laughs> and it was another like- one that grew up in the, in the suburbs and now is living this, like, street life. You're right. Teardrops on his eyes. I'm like, I need a name and a grave. <laughs> Where's the four by six? Because I don't believe this at all. Yeah. Um, Actually, not a four by six. That would be a, a six by six. Or maybe a seven by eight. Whatever. The point is, when I'm looking at Offset, to find out that his daddy an Alpha, his mama a Delta, like... Oh, I didn't know those details. Yes, he grew up, like, normal. And I'm sitting there going, I'm, I'm sorry, when, when did you get drug dreams? Like, when, when did this... Was it when you were sprinkling salt over, you know, the different dinners you had every night and you didn't have to stretch spaghetti for nine days? Like, when did this happen? But, yeah, I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh, so his parents are just a ghetto Heathcliff and Claire? Got it. I mean, it is not that shocking to me. I'm not shocked anymore with anything. Like, if somebody could tomorrow just be like, also, Erica Menace and Santana are back together. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, that I, wool was pulled over my eyes when, like, I found out people like T-Pain and 2 Chains were, like, solid family men. I'm like, I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> like, Let me tell you something. I know we have, just to di- divert really quickly, there has been a, a fierce battle amongst the African-American community in regards to who currently holds the title of greatest R&B legend. Are you about to talk about this? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me just say something. I don't, I don't know 
what your life is like. I don't know when you started hoeing or, you know, doing whatever in your adulthood. But let me say something. We are not going to have this discussion without at least acknowledging the greatness of Terrius the Dream Nash. So what is a king of R&B to you then? He's not a king. He's more like a, a knight of R&B. I don't truly think, honest to God, if we're going to have this debate, the king of R&B to me is Chris Brown. I think up until he decided to, you know, hungry, hungry hippo Rihanna's face, he was on the trajectory to be Michael Jackson. Like, nothing broke my heart more than when I saw him sitting at Michael Jackson's funeral. And there's just this look in his eyes of, like, I'm supposed to be on stage doing this, this, you know, tribute. Like, that truly was the passing of the baton, or it would have been. And he's in this weird space of he will never be completely forgiven, but he's too big for, like, nigga shit, basically. Like, let's keep it real. I would love to see Chris Brown at this B2K tour. He's too big for it. He ain't doing that shit. True. Actually, him and I don't even like Bow Wow music, but both of them would be great to have on that tour. But that's a Bow Wow's not on it. No, is Bow Wow trying to act like Diamond from Crying Up? I don't know that he's emotionally stable enough to even read the emails. Maybe he got some <laughs> shit and just didn't he got Siri on text to voice. Like, <laughs> please come to the venue, <laughs> nigga. Now, <laughs> nigga. like where am I he is truly like our generation's David Ruffin remember when like in the Temptation movie he's like shit I missed another show <laughs> like you had one chance the reunion tour was supposed to be you know get it together this moment this was supposed to be the scream tour like especially like we saw growing up hip-hop he's like yeah man I killed it out there with the fam for the salsa I'm like sir we saw one song I literally <laughs> I didn't even hear bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay, where my dog's at. Like, come on, man. You can't let me out this car. I got girls chasing me. <laughs> Not no more. But, but yeah, so. So you're willing to put aside Chris's legal issues like. What things- else happened? No, I'm oh. just talking about his Rihanna situation to, to crown him. Because my thing is, I feel like if we're doing that based solely on work, that position belongs to r kelly and nobody (gasps) wants to say that because of like obviously the shit that he's clearly accused and guilty of doing but separating that from the music if we're talking about who's the king of r&b i would think that see i thought that see this started because bahama mama wanted to sit have his ass up and Benny Hanna talking about some he was the king of R&B and I was like Jocelyn what are you talking about (laughs) right we both don't nobody respect this nigga I'm like Johanna if you don't sit your ass down somewhere Jacqueline no Jacqueline that's what we gonna call him because Jacqueline wanted to sit there up in you know old country buffet talking about some he's the king of R&B but what he said, the reason why I took R. Kelly out, R. Kelly is five steps past problematic. But the reason why I took R. Kelly out that conversation is because Jacquet, no, that ain't his name, but the dreadhead boy, the Jacquez. Jacquees? Jackie. Let's just stick to Jackie. I'm sticking with Jacqueline. 
is the fact that Jacqueline said for this generation. Okay. R. Kelly made our generation, but in terms of like us, that's why I that's say Chris fair, Brown. And I agree on that. But people have been completely ignoring the people been bringing up uh, like Bobby. <laughs> what people are like, what about Jackie Wilson? <laughs> well, how far back are we gonna go? Nat King Cole. Fine, let me just <laughs> let me go to like like just dirt <laughs> Satchmo. <laughs> like the fuck? Like but y'all yeah, I, I agree with I agree with you on Chris Brown for this generation <laughs> for sure. I don't even know Switch why. Switch up the tempo. But here's the thing. Like, Menage a trois, the new Dream mixtape that he just dropped. Like, first off, I'll be honest. I was only able to get past the first 15 songs. But that's because in my mind, that's how long the album should have been. I didn't need 50 cover tracks or whatever. But the Dream has always had consistent music. And the fact of the matter is, he was one of those artists where his first album, to me, is his best album. Same thing with music, Soul Child. Music Soul Child's first album, I Just Want to Sing, to me, is his best album. That one and the one that had Millionaire and... But it'll be fly if you might be you. They, they are all, like, spelled like I just dropped my cup on the keyboard. So <laughs> I don't know the CDs. Uh, is it Just Listen? Yeah, That was my favorite. Just Listen is my favorite. Music. I think it's that one. I have to see this now because this is going to bother me. But the point is... If we are bringing up current R&B kings, it's Chris Brown. If we are talking about uh, <sighs> Jacquees, just he, like this this conversation, we're gonna have this conversation based on the, like 2018 starting it. We're gonna have this conversation in 10 years, and he's nobody's gonna remember that he is the one who brought this up. No, I think the thing is like I understand. You know, generations, we turn... I think Wiz, not Wiz, Kid, Wiz Khalifa actually said it masterfully. He was like, we're also forgetting the fact, like, this is what our parents did to us. Like, y'all music is trash, how y'all... Like, this isn't... And I understand that. The difference is, I don't call the young kids music trash, because I do listen to their shit. I'm sorry. You could fight me. Jacqueline had the better trip song. Like, it, it was. Like, he made LMA shit sound like she should have just gave it to him. So he has had his moments, but he has also had moments where he has been flatter than a stack of pancakes. And I'm just like, he can't never find the B. He always winded. I'm pretty sure he looked like I saw him on Breed 'em Raw. Like, I just, I don't get great R&B legend from him. I don't. Because maybe, maybe he has the potential, but I just haven't seen it. He has the potential. I think what is bothersome for me is the fact that when I look at this generation of celebrity, it's all based on like, not really a lot of work. It's based on clout to me. So it's just like, he's had like, yes, the success of trip and he's had like the co-signing of baby. I don't know if Lil Wayne acknowledges him. Cause it's weird. If he looks it like is, he's clearly a replacement. I oh, um, definitely. Yeah. I'm just like, mm. I don't, I don't see them sitting at a Thanksgiving table together, but it's just like y'all bird versions are such poor imitations. Like who were bad singers when we were like coming up, like looking back on it, like case in point, my cousin always said no one cared about Adina Howard, but she had great freaky music. Right. Mm -hmm. But even now I'm just like Adina Howard to me would be like (laughs) bad Bobby. Like she would be like Whitney. Like who really is like, from our generation, someone that we're like, ooh, Lumity, great example. Jacquees is the male Lumity. 
uh, uh, I know who she is. Promise me. <laughs> Wait, let me see. I Promise me. I, when I tell you I wanted to split my brain from my body, like, <laughs> and it was ever, never is I easy to <laughs> Maybe, I'm like, if that is your proclamation of love, <laughs> like, I want to be. <laughs> garbage and even nina sky had talent they like just didn't catch on but like my favorite song by them was actually when they were featured on um hold you down by the alchemist yeah hold you down that was my shit but moving right along um i have never liked monice i think she is a problematic attention-seeking wench I used to go up for, well, not go up, but I didn't hate her as much as most people hated her because I felt like a lot of her bad moments were attached to people attacking her and she just retaliated against them. Like she wasn't going out seeking attention. She just reacted to situations where people were coming at her. So I didn't hate her. I kind of felt bad for her. I guess my thing was with her, it was just a matter of like, I get it, you're trying to do this show because you need the money and, you know, the platform and everything. But it's just like, if your mental health means that much to you, then you will walk away from this shit. Well, she said she tried to. And she's like legally obligated to stay on the show. She wrote that long post like a few months ago begging Mona to release her. Didn't Mona release her? I don't think so. Not I haven't seen any follow up saying that she's been released from her contract. I feel like I would have heard her say that she's no longer Freedom! on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all I have to say is this in regards to the Millennium Tour. If she fucks this up before tickets even go on sale. Wait, how was she connected to cause I've been tabbing everything <laughs> that's slightly connected to this tour. I didn't see anything that Involved her and any of the members on the... So the whole leaking the fact that April and Fizz... Oh, she... I for, I that was, she was her. A, I forgot she was attached to that. Yeah, because yeah. she was the one that decided to be like, oh, they're in Chicago with the kids. Yeah, okay. And I'm just like, what? Why? Yeah. I, I mean... They already ain't got no budget. They're going to be on one raggedy-ass Greyhound and bus together. And we still sticking to them. So if, like, if they're... They can just ban Monice. Ban... What is her name? April? Yeah. They can kick Pretty Ricky completely off. Like, cut the head off. What's going on with Pretty Ricky? That's what was confusing. I don't want to see Pretty Ricky unless it's the original Pretty Ricky. I don't want to see Spectacular writhing on the floor in that bathroom with them red panties on. I don't want to see. (laughs) You know the video I'm talking about. We just need Blue Star. And I think that was their first album. And then. Honestly, I just want Blue. I want Grind on Me. And what was the other one? Love in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Pleasure P just got sent to jail or supposed wait, to... Wait, Pleasure... Wait, what? Do you read? <laughs> First off, bitch, don't get rude. Like, yeah, I think, I think that's the story. Pleasure P? The- yeah. Eddie Murphy's daughter, ex? Yeah, she's she's more than, more than that. Well, I mean, I'm just saying... But yeah. No, I'm... Clearly, I'm not trying to attach this young black woman. Like, she does not have a disog... Not a discography, but, like, her own resume. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just truly can't remember her name, and that's the one thing I can re- remember her yeah. for. Or but, publicly. And yeah, she wasn't, like, scandalous in her relationship with him. I'm not... You know damn well I'm not shaming her. But, yeah, um... What did he do? I don't know. I didn't 
I, I, have, no, I have no other idea. We can this pause. Out now because I'm not pausing. Are we pausing? No. I wish I had a trap beat for that. I'm really like, we should create one. Be like, Dabberant. Negro problems. He's going, like, out of, but Baby Blue ain't going to jail? Uh, Not that I'm aware of, but at the same time that he's going to jail, like, Spectacular just got put on the Forbes list. He did, because his company is doing that well. Mm -hmm. Pleasure P. Jail. (laughs) He was. (laughs) Pleasure P. Arrested after night of drinking to celebrate birthday. Oh, he faces a DUI charge. Oh, shit. This made it to U.S. Today. This is white people news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is the, oh, shit. This, this might be a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there, there's there's drama with. They trying to set wicked. themselves up for a, a, a being Bobby Brown movie. That's all. I see this I, happening. We have 24 hours. Can y'all stay off the internet? And just stay home for 24 hours. Tomorrow we know at least where the fuck y'all supposed to be going. Just stay on task. When is it supposed to drop? What do you mean? The tickets. I think it's the 4th. So tomorrow we know, uh, Christmas Eve, we'll know where they're actually going to perform. Christmas Eve. Girl. New Year's Eve, I'm sorry. I'm like. Um, And then I think January 4th is when the tickets go on sale. Okay. So I'm like, all this is happening around the time stuff is about to pop off. I feel like it's like some sabotage stuff. Somebody's trying to make sure this doesn't I don't doesn't think Omari, I want to do the tour anyway. So he's, you see, he I, At this point, nothing. I feel like he does based on just the reaction that they've gotten from us wanting it to happen oh, once me, they release. For the first time ever in my life, I'm going to get twisties. I never got them. My mom always like, At the top? Yeah. And then like it had a back down. I'm wow. definitely doing that. But you don't want to wear a jersey dress. First off, that is trash. It is. It is authentic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? That's like saying, I would yo. I have on a jersey dress and some ones, low top ones. That's like somebody, somebody being like, are we doing a uh, And a coach purse. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to get the duty of bird. Duty of bird goes search. Like, and Lancome lip gloss. Everyone had that one little Lancome, like, lip gloss. Lip. That was the rich people shit. We just had the little red one from um, no, I the had, no, no, no. store. I had honey gloss. Definitely had my honey gloss, but I also had the Lancome one. Once I started working, I like, wait, no, that was in eighth grade, but I had money to buy one. It was like $16 for one. And I was like, oh my God, it's so expensive. But I bought it. You've always been like this. What? (laughs) (laughs) First off. I'm joking. I literally, no, because you said that with a straight motherfucking face. You were like, more pieces of the puzzle. Um, okay, can't to the one. Um, is there anything else in pop? Oh, Dwayne Wade's Dewanye, his baby mama. Which one? Don't hold on. <laughs> Let's not. That's fair. <laughs> Let's not be that mean. But no, that was both their babies. They they create like Gabrielle Union is his baby mama like oh in that fun cutesy way yeah no like they created an embryo they took her egg with his sperm no I know that's their baby I'm saying like you know how like when you see married people like that's my baby daddy like in the fun cutesy that's what I'm just like articulating you meant it that way I meant the literal okay well (laughs) anyhow no so uh, uh the girl from Basketball Wives the break baby girl. 
Asia, Asia, meteor, mediocre, mediocre, mediocre. I don't know. I, I I don't either. Oh, anyhow, so she put up a post. I that forgot was, about the break baby. So I thought you was talking about his first baby mama. Oh, the ex wife. No, 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 not her. So the I don't I don't even know how to. He has three women that have his his children. Okay. This is not Gabby and not the ex wife. So okay. the other one, the one that was on Basketball Wives. So she put up a meme that is being considered messy as hell by people because it was like um shout out to all the real moms or moms or whatever who are warriors to have their kids and it just instantly came off the shade because clearly everyone knows that gabrielle and Dwayne had a surrogate and also that had their own babies or that have their babies had their own oh right. wow that's a little bit more than shady that's fucked up um asia meteor oh she hasn't taken it down shout out to every woman who made the sacrifice you are appreciated wow now there oh she made it so like no one can comment i'm i take that a little bit differently how i'll let you i'll let you finish first no no, i need to hear this i mean because that is clearly a c-section and that is major surgery like it's a little bit different from having like a baby like the regular vaginal way i feel like that's cursing saying that i don't know why <laughs> I, I literally watched you like <laughs> really clint like can i say it i'm like you didn't say like crazy shit but go but on. i don't i feel like that's if you have to make that decision it's a bad not a bad but it's a hard decision to make and if you don't have the decision and you have to do that it's a very difficult thing to go through so I don't, unless she's just known to be messy, I can take that as her just saying someone who had a C-section, someone who, you know, made that sacrifice or whatever. So I completely get that. And to a certain extent, I would agree with you. I just think like when you already know that through adjacent, adjacent attachment, you know, like, no, the situation doesn't involve you, but you are a component or in the larger picture, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of messy on her part. Like, if I did something, if, hell, if I got caught sleeping with the president of Senegal or some shit, and then, like, a couple of weeks later, you just put up a post saying, shout out to all the women who understand that at the end of the day, your self-worth matters. It's like, bitch, like, <laughs> like, first of all, you don't know the tea. Like, that's rude. You know, it's just... Yes, it it could have been you on that day just saying, like, yes, I hope queens respect themselves. But it's like, everyone would look and be like, we know you, Joy's cousin. Like, that was I get the connection and how it could be messy. Exactly. And I feel like especially when, if anybody who understands outside of just, like, normal people, it is people who are in the public eye. Like, they're hypersensitive about all the shit that they do. Because... Oh, oh, go ahead. No, because they know people look at them. I feel like that could easily have been, like I said initially, not the intention may not be messy, but that is horrible timing. Right. Like, why, like, why would you do that? <laughs> I'm like, that's a post you put up when the child is 50. Like, <laughs> like or never. <laughs> like, yeah. it just, it doesn't look good, especially like. You already hold a position of, or the perception, I should say, whether it's right or wrong. Society does look at you as like you were a hurdle that Gabrielle and Dwayne had to overcome to find each other. Again. Yeah. So it's just like, nah, bruh, that's not okay. I didn't even know about this. Yeah. 
So. Ooh, look, trading stories for yeah. stories. Because I surely was like, Lyra's having a baby next. And you were just like, no, bitch, it's a whole There's sit- a backstory. Right, a whole situation <laughs> going on. So that's all I have to give for 28. Is there anything positive to end? Oh, um, yeah. Is there anything positive to end on? <laughs> Grownish comes back on. Hey. I don't really watch that. I feel like I'm too old for it. No, honest to God. I feel it's I like... I just got into blackish, honestly. Nah. I feel like it's this generation's... I feel like it's this generation's A Different World. But also what I like about it is, it's like for me and... Me and Oyen, we're actually talking about this. It's a great trip down memory lane. Mm. In the sense of like how we were cutting up and acting a fucking fool in college with all our friends. Or just the shit that was stressing us out. Then I look at it and I'm like, girl, you got time to know when a nigga ain't text you back? Like, all the shit you gotta do? So, I appreciate it. I like it a lot. What are you going to touch on Cassie or no? We can let it go. I, I, I don't care. Very- like, at the end of the day, whether she stayed with Diddy, I think it's just interesting. Well, I will say this. I find it interesting that for this woman to have so much media coverage because she's deciding to move on, I find utterly ridiculous. Like, it's almost like in a sense of even society like will put on to, you know, pressure onto women. Like you have to stay and endure or how could you walk away from him? This super successful person. It's like, I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't deserve this and I want something better. Yeah. So I can't think of anything pop culture related positive that is worth I, I just can't think of anything else. I've been kind of out of loop recently, anyway. So I honestly, the past couple of weeks, I've intentionally just been quiet. Like it's the end of the year. Like you're thinking about your own shit. Honestly, true. It's like I'm literally in a very introspective, reflective, reflective yeah. space. So that's all I have to have, or all I have to say or give for 2018. This is the last so according to IG mm-hmm. for 2018. Ow. <laughs> Well, I do not know what you all will be drinking come cupping season 2019 that is currently upon us. But for those long, lonely winter nights where he lied and said he was coming over and he did not, make sure that you have Cavassier VSOP to ease the pain. It kept us posted in the summertime and it'll definitely be here for the wintertime with that smooth, velvety taste that we all love. So make sure whatever you are drinking that it is Cavassier VSOP. And now back to Joy Has Questions. Moving right along into so, I have a question. We are going to switch this up. Like, I'm just, I was curious as to how you were going to frame this segment. <laughs> I really just wanted to be like us asking each other, like, just, you know, our own reflections on 2018. Um, I clearly am not going quarter by quarter, but <laughs> just like mm-hmm. the highs, the lows, things that, you know, meant something to you. Like, I'm extremely proud of you. You started officially Weathers One Media. I did. Got an LLC in this bitch. Ooh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, you. I really watched you blossom in front of my eyes, like emotionally. Like y'all, my she gave me a hug yesterday. I asked her first. She it did was like polite. asked just... me, and I knew like literally giving hugs without asking is rude. <laughs> So <laughs> it is, but then also what I was, I told Amanda that today, I was just like, 
And then I knew, like, she really does love me. Bitch, if you cry, don't you fucking do it. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I am. But the point okay. is, I was just so appreciative because I really have been going through it. So yeah. um, thank you for my hug. No I literally problem. go, like, <laughs> she tried to, like, slave hold me. Rock I did. Me. I did the <laughs> mammy titty rock back and forth. I was like, A okay. rub on the back. <laughs> and I was just like, this is taking so much out of you. <laughs> but I went in my room and fell out. <laughs> I could totally see me like, okay, that's enough. I'll do. (laughs) She got another one coming July nineteenth. But no, like, talk about your twenty eighteen. How did you feel? Like, how do you feel about how it ended? I feel like it was a pretty shitty year. Like, (laughs) God, God, I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm on top of the world. You're like, the whole year can go like Harry. Two thousand eighteen was fucking shit. Excuse my language. It was just like. It started out on a high, which I won't go into details with, but a lot of the wins that I had this year were intermingled with loss and -hmm. negativity. So it was hard for me to really, like, put myself up on accomplishments that I achieved this year. So I think the biggest thing that I walk away with in 2018 is... I, um, I got to a very low point where I I just like mentally, I was not, I was checked out completely. And it was the first time I really asked for help. Like I reached out and I talked to people and people throw around that word tribe a lot. And it's like a buzzword and it's really annoying to me, but I I didn't even really know what What I want a syndicate. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what to expect. I was just, I felt like it would be rude if something happened to me rude. And I didn't tell the people who, I feel like probably care about me what was going on and I didn't take the probably out. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's learning. Whatever. I know. I'm trying <laughs> But I had people checking in on me like daily, like sending me text messages, just calling me, like making sure I was okay. And I did not know how much I needed that. And it was, it was just so helpful. So the people that have been close to me and around me for so long, I just, I viewed them completely differently. Mm-hmm. So that was really important was asking them for help and not only people checking on me, but me checking in on people who are close to me and making sure they're okay. Like you can say you have a trust. You really need to check on your people and it's okay to ask for help. So I think that's with all the bullshit I went through, that was kind of the biggest thing for me. And even just for myself, like, you know, we talk about mental health and all this other stuff. Like I, I remember like, one specific, I even was like talking to people like, uh, you know, as allies, a support system, I don't want to push her, but then also it's like, I need to like make sure that she's in a good enough space. Like, so I I really looked at it and think of like, yes, I know a lot of people. I give Mm -hmm. a fuck about very few. (laughs) And I know that might be like, Joy, how could you say that? No, but it truly is a thing of I, yes, I talk a lot and mm-hmm. I dress cute and I go out sometimes, you know, and it's like, oh, Joy, she's objective. Go ahead. I'm joking. You raggedy, <laughs> ragamuffin bitch. How dare you? First off, just because no, I'm, I'm not running through here on some berries and twig ass fashion with your hippie ass. Don't say I don't. This, okay. I'm joking. Oh, you made my ear lows high. World, I was joking. <laughs> we know we have different styles. Okay. Um, but, oh, shade. (laughs) But no, I think the thing was like, for me, it was just a matter of like, just, I know a ton of people, but you truly, I like, if someone did something to you, I would raise heaven. Like, Mm -hmm. it's 
fucking curtains. Yeah. Which is like, even this year, we saw it happen. Like, there would be people like, but why don't you like us? And I'd be like, because I cannot stand you for making her feel bad. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get, and that truly is like, have always been my personality. And I guess it is that undying loyalty. If I'm fucking loyal to you, and I see someone I give a fuck about hurting, yeah. and I know who caused it, I'm never gonna kiki with your ass, even if that person gets over it. But no, like, I have no patience for that. So that was something that, like, I am so happy to to see you in the space that you're in now, to see you thriving and blossoming. I know, like, you hated 2018, but I still think watching just the growth how you were able to to overcome nobody else says you know, i am so fucking proud of you like thank you seriously proud of you like going on your little business meetings <laughs> and getting like this bitch got a, a business checking account i'm like ooh, <laughs> let me stop using my personal funds but i'm like doing like real shit and i'm like coming in the house with like new cords and boxes like it's christmas and i'm sitting there like she will ask me, like, you know what this is? I'm like, some shit that makes you happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what the chords mean. I don't care, but congratulations. So, yeah, it, 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 it's just, it, everything has happened really fast in this year. It's Girl. Just, it's, this year went slow, but shit happened fast, if that's possible. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's like, I felt like Ludacris back for the first time. Like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> like, um, I guess for me, if I could look back on 2018 in terms of what, whoo, I cannot like, I just feel like I'm just, these damn cathartic ass sessions, I hate them. Mm -hmm. Um, If I could look back on 2018, holistically, and I said that throughout the year, 2018 truly was simultaneously the best and the worst year of my life. It was. And um, what I have always meant by that, I, I had some great accomplishments, you know, like watching <clears throat> my platform just like shit, me with 5,000 followers and it ain't like weave accounts. Or, you, know, <laughs> like, you know, or somebody talking about some Personal your trainers. I'm your Nigerian prints, right, or graphic designers. That's <laughs> always a big one. Um, but to have like truly like 5,000 followers plus followers, me, that's insane. Live events. <laughs> right. Like I, I got selected with, you know, to do collaborations with other platforms. I started Joy Has Quite, like I cannot believe it. Cause as far as I'm concerned, we're already like in June. <laughs> like you already know how the years go as in adulthood. So I'm just like, it'll be a year. In a couple of months, like, it's not far off, you know, in the sense of, like, even doing the show, the podcast, like, um, dealing with, like, truly the first, like, because with, you know, my dad dying in September 2017, like, yeah, this technically was, like, the second holiday season without him, but last year was a fucking blur. Like, I don't remember shit other than just feeling numb. And Mm -hmm. then on top of it, it was just a matter of, like, this year was a lot of firsts. Yeah. You know? Um, So, yeah, it was the best year. Oh, my website dropped. I got to get back to that blog because it looks so cute. And I paid (laughs) a lot of money for that shit, so I need to actually do it. That is the first goal for the new year. But um, Working out, hair growing. (laughs) Girl, yes, hair growing. I'm out here, like, bench pressing 220 for the first time in my life. I have a booty. Like, 
true, like, and I know that might sound funny, but as a black woman, like, I have a high waist because of my daddy's side of the family. We are not known for asses. So it's just like, and my mom's side always makes fun of me for that. They're like, ooh, you got your mama's boobs, but you ain't got no booty like us. I'm like, shut up. So <laughs> to have anything is just a cause for African-American celebration. Um, but I think the thing that I just am super thankful for, my, oh, yeah, I, May Joy has questions at LLC, like mm-hmm. a real one. I think the biggest thing for me, though, is like uh, having the support of having the the physical as well as the spiritual support has been something that has meant so much to me. Um, my best friends got engaged, like just amazing shit. And the thing that really has just kept me going is the fact that I, I really attribute this year being putting me into overdrive. Because I felt like, okay, now with, you know, my daddy being in heaven and everything, he can truly see everything that I go through. Mm -hmm. And, you know, truly see those quiet moments or those moments of, like, fear and insecurity. And uh, um, it just really, I truly envision my dad, like, literally, like, skipping the line of heaven and being like, oh, no. Jesus Christ, come here real quick. We need to have a conversation. I need you to make sure that this one is good. Yeah. And I truly, um, I feel like that that is what happened this year. My drive, my hustle was really just based in the fact that like for as much, for as much sadness and for as much grief and everything that I've had to process, I, um, I made it through, and I made it through with my head high. I made it through, you know, not compromising myself, not dealing with too many fuckboys, thank God. <laughs> like, Not too many. I mean, look, life happens. Sometimes <laughs> you give niggas a chance, and they will just fuck it all the way up. But regardless, like, it's human. That's adulthood. That's accountability. But regardless, like, I, I came through this fire, and I actually did it. And I see 2019 being even more amazing, you yeah. know? So... I'm very thankful to have you. Y'all, she got me a teapot. It's so cute. It's <laughs> it's such a bad bitch teapot. Like, it's like really grown up. <laughs> um, But I'm so thankful to you, to Oyen, Novi, Rakish, Kelsey. Like, I'm sitting here like, feel like I'm doing a shout out at the end of like. <laughs> at the grandparents? <laughs> Y'all, I got to give a shout out to my girl, Brittany Applegate. Let me um come through with Sean real quick. Keenan. I did my first photo shoot. My girl Jazz Kirk let me, you know, come through and use like the space. Like, there's just so many people that I'm I'm appreciative appreciative of. Um, and yeah, I, I, my therapist, shit, like just everyone who kept me together, yeah, kept me together. So, yes, that was our moment. Now, toughen it the fuck up. We from West Englewood and the low end collectively get it together. Mm-hmm. Um. Is there anything you'd have done differently this year? I would have skipped it. <laughs> no, let me stop. Girl, like, you can't. Oh, we get it. it you struggled, joke. bitch. Like, damn. It was a joke. <laughs> like, what would I have done differently? I don't think I would have. I don't know. I don't think I would have done every, anything differently. But I'm, I'm also a big believer that. Everything um, happens for a reason. It happens for a reason. And it's a lesson, even in the very lowest 
of lows. <laughs> like, so if I, if, if I went through some shit this year, it's because I'm supposed to learn some shit and it's getting me prepared for something else that I might go through. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I would have changed anything that happened. That's just, that's my hippie side coming out. Your, your nuts and berries answer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> knew it. <laughs> um, the only thing I would have changed with this year is taking a beat to actually celebrate myself. And there's, and not, and I don't mean that shit on no like humble brag or, you know, I truly mean like to, yes, talk my shit real quick, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not based in like clout chasing. It's just based on the fact of like, being black millennial women, being black women from Chicago, being black women from the hood, like we have overcome statistically so much. We've overcome so much from our own family and past trauma. We've overcome so much in terms of what society expects of like who we're supposed to be as individuals. And it's like, not only have we, you know, not gone down that direction, but we literally have surpassed all expectations, you know, yeah. outside of those who like from Jump Street and still nuts, like you are great. You are destined for greatness. You can do anything you put your mind to. And so for me, that is my one goal, like to be still, to be still like, yes, I know what it takes to have like a strong work ethic and everything. I know I do it all the time now, you know, but to also have those moments of to really celebrate and enjoy the moment. Like, I got to go to Iceland this year. That was this year? Yeah. I went to Iceland. I went to London. I'm going to Cuba in March. I'm trying to plan, like, a couple of other trips, you know, internationally. Like, I want to just, like, be ridiculously in love with my life and with myself. And I don't give a fuck about anything else, you know? So... I think that's the goal for this year or for this upcoming year based on like the one thing. If I could change anything, it's just like, Woosa girl, you got it. You yeah. doing good. Tuck your titties back in. It ain't no reason to freak Tuck out. Your tits. <laughs> ah, yes, that's what happens when you have big ones. I'm okay with what I am. Ah! <laughs> so. Um is there any, let's see, ask me something. I feel like this is a good time. This is one of your few times you will get to do this. So go for what you know. Do you feel like you're better or worse at dating based on, <laughs> based on what you've gone through this year with men and or women? I'm joking. <laughs> you're not. No, That's but- fine. That's like you totally say <laughs> men or women. Like I definitely am bi- curious. So I'm like, whatever. Um. Um, has it made me better or worse? Okay, so at my lowest at ma- dating, at dating, I think honestly it made me better. Mm-hmm. Um, how? That's two questions. It is <laughs> all right. Okay, man, look at you really going. Um, I think past joy was definitely more like idealistic. In the sense of like fantasizing, right? You fantasize over what it's supposed to look like, or and I mean, I'll even be really, very honest. Like even the last situation that I like just dealt with, and I say dealt just because I'm the most recent situation that I was involved in. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm like dealt with makes it seem like fuck him, and I'm like it's not that at all. Yeah. But the most recent situation, um, 
I think it's just a representative, like, really hearing what people tell you and not trying to make it anything else other than that. Yeah. Like, and even before him, like, I have no problem, like, with, you know, the the rare moments you saw me even kind of engaging with dating someone because I was really on some chill shit this year. Like, it was not a fun rampage year for Joy. Yeah. But, um, because I was focused. But I think it just made me, like, really just cut cut to the chase in terms of what I'm willing to compromise on and just what I'm not willing to compromise on. Yeah. And also, like, just calling a thing a thing um, and separating what I want shit to be versus what is literally in my face. I think what I also need to get better at or improve on is just understanding, like, that that doesn't have shit to do with me. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. We can get caught up in the fact of like, we have all these great moments when we're together, but he's really not responsive like through text message or he told me he's a bad communicator. That's, that's great. But it's like, if that's not where your standards are and if you know, like I, I don't want to invest in that because I know what it feels like when someone is really into you, like they will figure out a way to like continue to get to know you, then that's what I want. You know, and I think it's even become more apparent because people assume a lot. This was the year of niggas like assuming I was wiped up, which really blows my mind because I have never put any guy that I've dated, guy, girl, anyone. I've never put anybody on social media. So I was just like, how would you get that that or come to that conclusion? Um, This was the year of like me just really. Yeah, like, I know what I want, and I know how I want to be treated, and I know I'm super opinionated, right? And I'm not trying to put a square into a circle peg. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I would love to have, like, your opinion on how you thought I've done things, because how I act, that's the thing. How I act or how I project, like, you are the one that, out of anybody, sees me going like, I just don't know, but do I, but don't I? But then it's like in public, I'm like, nope, fuck them, next, I'm not doing this. Yeah, it's hard It's hard for me to answer that because, I mean, I, my answer to most things is just like, fuck them. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter, like, ignore it. Like, so, but I don't know what what you always execute with the people. So I feel like maybe based on you coming back and us having follow-up conversations mm-hmm. that you've listened to my advice a little bit more. I have. And that it's been helpful for <laughs> it you. really has. <laughs> like, Mike, when you tell, I will never forget, like, this dude was, he made me so mad. And you were just like, don't respond. And I was like, no. All the low end in me is like, finish him. <laughs> okay. And the second I did, it was it was worse. I exacerbated yeah. it and I was just like, oh God, I just should have left it the fuck alone. And it's so much energy. Like it it's is. like it is so much energy and it does nothing for them. Like they like it, it's not gonna make their life worse. Exactly. Cause I think it's also a thing of like we think if we're gonna say something that's gonna have like some sort of Will Packer movie ass response and it's just like If a guy is not in that space, for whatever reason, it could be financial, it can be, or I personally also, I should say this, backing up, has to have emotional uh, accountability for the type of men I attract. Yeah. I think that's another big thing. You can't keep saying fuck niggas or, you know. You and the dating, fuck niggas. Right. And you were continuing to deal with the same type of person. So Mm -hmm. I think even more into 2019, I complete, if you are emotionally avoidant, you cannot be around me. 
like I just I can't that's because the thing is it's not a matter of me being needy but even people always make fun of the fact of or not the joke is always like I tell people I ask a lot of questions you do I do I do it is literally the basis of my entire fucking brand and the reason why I do that is because I always want to know the deeper like the past surface level where does this come from what does this mean how do I respond like how does this affect me is this something I can learn from? I'm all, my mind is always going, you know, I am that person that has all these random fucking facts. So it's just like, I don't want to be in a position where it's like, I want to have this engagement, this back, you know, this dialogue and everything. And I'm dealing with someone who is like fucking pulling teeth. Yeah. Or it's like, it's what, how did I describe it earlier today? It is intentional distance. I don't want to deal with somebody that is intentionally distant because if the second that they aren't, that requires them to give more than they don't want to give. Don't give it. I will get it from somebody else. So that's where I'm at with it. True. Your 2019 looking great. Mine? Mm Mm-hmm. Talk about your dating life. I don't know. Who you spending New Year's with? That's fine. (laughs) Mind your business. Um... My dating life is going well right now. It is. Shut up. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Thank you. This it's very weird because I y'all haven't like okay anyway no because you hot okay let me tell y'all what she does she'll sit there and be like hey and go scurry off <laughs> like so she can sequester here before I get a chance to like grill this knee girl. I'm in a very good situation right now, but I'm like very cautious because I did go through some traumatic shit recently. So I don't know that there's a right way to do things, but I've been trying to be very mindful of air, like, st- like the steps and milestones that I take with mm-hmm. the person that I'm talking to right now to make sure it ends well. But my dating life, as it stands, is going pretty, pretty, pretty good. It is. The fact that I see you smile. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's just over here like a little zinger. Like, just all soft and like, I like him. So. I do. And it's an old situation where, like, I've started talking to this person a long time ago, and life, 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 life happened to both of us. And it's like, if it this is one of those situations where, like, if it was supposed to happen, this is the time to kind of explore. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's you being like, that's all I'm willing to give. That's all I have to say about that. So, no. Um, I'm extremely happy, though, to see this. Um, develop with you to, to, you know, watch where this goes. I wanted to go far. Really? And I finally actually want to meet this Negro in person. <laughs> Not him randomly just being some some phantom ghost just floating around. Interesting. Um, we'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what is your mantra for 2019? What do you, what do you think you want it to be? Um... That is a good question that I don't know I, that I have the answer. I have 24 hours to do it. <laughs> but Not I, the pressure is yeah, I've really been thinking about it, but it has to be something that bounces off of me asking for help this year. So I don't, I don't know. That's not like the popular answer. It doesn't give you no. like things, but I don't have one right now. There's nothing wrong with that. I think people also assume like, oh, you need it by January 1st. I'm like, 
a lot of people don't get the ball rolling sometimes for certain things they're doing until like February. So I'm like, if yeah. you want the whole month of January to still be how you want your year to shape out, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like Jen, I, I truly treat my life now in quarters. Like that's planning phase. And sometimes mm-hmm. to plan, you got to feel the vibe and the moment and your energy and determine then where you want to move. Nothing goes well. You just rushing. I, but I've never gone into a new year, not having like not knowing anything that I want to happen. Like I, I literally have no clue okay. of 2019. Like I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know the thing that I want. You know what I mean? I don't know the story that I want to tell for 2019. I, I just, I really don't know. And I don't want to rush it. Yeah. I think that's the same thing with me. The only thing, cause you know, I've been battling a couple of down moments this past couple of weeks and you know, I just had to take a beat. Right. And so when I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't know. I truly feel like I was just, all I kept hearing was like stillness, be still, calm mm-hmm. down, stop, stop going so fast. <laughs> what my dad used to say all the time, like you rush through everything, calm down. <laughs> like, I'm like, got it. Um, and then I go rushing again. And for me, I know I'm a heathen at times, but you know, I, I'm always going to have that Christian devout background and so one of my favorite bible stories was of um joshua so if anyone's like who the hell or sorry well can't hurt but the point <laughs> is if anyone is like hey that right <laughs> shut up if anyone's like who's joshua so right after the israelites got led out of egypt by moses of course moses was that head dude in charge getting direct conversation with god just he is the dude for israel and so he dies and then leadership went to joshua that's basically he took over the nation of israel after moses and so God had told them, like, yo, you got to clear out the land of all these, like, undesirables. There's too many trap queens and scammers and, you know, this promised land. You have to get rid of them. And so he was like, okay, cool. So one place specifically that he went to, um, they had been, like, taunting them. It was just like, oh, we finna mess y'all up. I don't know. I don't know who you think this is. Just really on they Beyonce, don't hurt yourself type steeds. And so Joshua was like, whoa. But his thing was, when they were in the middle of the battle, he saw that, like, they were starting to gain the advantage, right? But then the sun started to go down. So in the middle of the battle, Joshua stood up, and he was like, sun, stand motionless over Gibeon and moon over the plains of Nastalon. And, like, I've never forgotten that scripture. Like, and I really sat, and I was just like, that is my mantra for 2019. My mantra is sun, stand still. Like, because what was tied into that also was the fact of Joshua had put so much stock into the God that he was serving. And the fact that he was like, no, you you told me you this gangster. You told me you this bomb. You told me that you had my back. Because I know everybody looking at me like, you are not Moses. We have dealt with a long beard and tablets for many <laughs> moons. <laughs> Sis, we liked him. We don't know if we like you yet. You know, so... Thinking about him stepping into this, like, huge role of, like, I'm now leading God's chosen people. So, I need you to back me up right now. Not testing God, but being like, prove to me you the God that I know you are. And so, that's what I want my year to be. Yes, I'm going to be putting effort and rocking out and doing all this bomb amazing shit or whatever that path leads me to. But I really want this to be a year of, like, sun stand still. I ain't thinking about men. I ain't thinking about women. I ain't th- I'm, like, I'm chilling. Like, I don't want 
anything other than for my divine purpose to be further revealed. Because I, I also have found like, it's so easy to tie your, to tie your happy, not even your happiness, but to put on rose colored glasses and get caught up in what you fantasize. I don't care about a fantasy. The reality is I want to focus on what makes me happy. And that's it. (laughs) I hate you so much. Um, You know what also I want to get out that because I was talking to my girl Chas about this. I'm done in terms of stop speaking things you don't want and just speak things that you do want. Because if you don't want it, you don't even have to address it. Oh, yeah. I've been doing that for a while. That's my hippie moment. Just like the anything that's negative. Yeah. And it's energy. And you're giving it more energy by speaking on it. And so I'm really in the space of like, I'm not doing that i i know what i want in all things in my life and i want to see that manifest i want wealth i i've been stopped saying i'm broke or i ain't got money because also that's a lie i do but i'm just saying like i'm not anything that doesn't like benefit me it's speak mm-hmm. i want to just be speaking life and that's all i want to focus on anything else you want to tell the peeps oh how do you feel about family this year um, <laughs> how do I feel about family? I don't know. I feel like I got closer with my siblings this year. You Th- did. They're, Y'all Skype yeah. every goddamn but, day. But we have always been really close. But they were part of the core people that really, and we're very weird, like uh, not very emotional people. But they were some of the ones who came around and rallied around me when I was going through a tough time. And my brothers, my older brothers, moved back to Chicago, and I got closer with them. Like, they my nigga niggas. <laughs> so I just got really close to them. You don't care. You're not a cousin cousin. Like, you, you stop this double stuff. So I'm what so- we're going to do is use adult language and stop doubling up because it's dumb dumb. <laughs> like, okay. I don't, I don't look at you in the cousin uh, space. So I'm like, I got close to my siblings. I did a lot of stuff with... Little bitch, what space am I? Floating in the jet Siblings. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. I'm like, what's Like, you're in the outer perimeter. Like, you're kind of there, but you're not. You have a star, but you're not in the orbit. Right? Bitch. I'm like, that is the rudest shit you have ever said to No, me. you're a sibling. But everybody else, I feel like if you haven't been there for me in the past, and you were not they're shooting in the gym this year (laughs) then i mean i don't have any ill will toward them i don't feel any negative energy i'm just not gonna invest my time into people who don't do the same back to me so i'm good on family (laughs) i am happy where i am with i think all family members i this year did something that i had never done before Mm. Speak on it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I feel like you were just like, it is time. Like, it was, I, you were like, I've been waiting for this for years. No, I finally told my family how much I just don't enjoy being with them. And I'm not saying that to, to minimize or to, you know, to further cause a rift or an issue or whatever. But I felt like, it is high time that I be honest in all aspects of my life. Deep fried turkey don't mean that much to me. Because I think also something that 
I found was interesting. It's like, you know, certain people and I said certain things to them. Their response wasn't even to be like, you know, let's try and really come up with a way for us to like engage. They kind of took it like a, okay, cool. Well, you enjoy your day. I hope it's filled with love and everything. I was like, and that truly was the answer I needed. Like my whole life, I think, you know, with certain, you know, sides of family or aspects, it's been a thing of like, if I'm smart enough, if I dress enough, if I do this, I'll be cool enough to hang out with my suburb family, you know? And it's just like, who has time nor patience to try and prove to somebody else your worth if they don't give a fuck? And there's not anything, you know, I, I'm not angry with my family. I'm not over. I think that's, I will say this. This year I had to let that go. Because before I remember like that was part of the issue, like, when I used to be with dad, I was like, why do you go out there? Like, they don't talk to you outside of this, you know? And I'm like, and you put so much effort into, like, getting ready to go see them. And I'm like, and they don't check on you. They don't do shit. And I think I have gotten to the space of just, like, that's okay. Because you don't have to answer for that. My dad didn't have to answer for that. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, you, you're there for family. And it, to me, I said this in my head, that's like was something that happened to my aunt recently. That's just what you do. Like you're there for family, yeah. but family doesn't necessarily equal a blood relative. So I'm, de- I'm like, I'm okay with us not being tight knit just because we have blood. Yeah. That's cool. And I think that's the, that was something that like, I have always felt that way, but for this to be the year to finally articulate it, and to tell them, and they're just like, oh, we're picking you up. No, you're not. Because I would, and like I said, like, I had so much fun with you. Like, we stayed in the house. You found a way to fucking Uber Eats a sweet potato. I will never understand how you did that <laughs> shit. That was fat shit on, like, another scale. It's not fat shit. It's tradition for me. I you Uber Eated. Uh, eat it. <laughs> now I sound like flued out. You Uber Ate. You Uber Ate. You Uber Ate a fucking sweet potato pie on thanksgiving um okay <laughs> and like the fuck and you're still not ashamed at all i have my sweet potato pie every year i didn't have anybody to make it and i wasn't able to make it myself and pearl came through so. i'm not gonna lie girl but that oyster dressing it almost <laughs> got me on that metro like almost and then i was just like no 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 you were gonna look up a recipe and start it yourself but um yeah I think that was something that I was just and even like just being more block I had oh this was the year of blocking and muting like muting got me out here looking so much more mature as an adult than I actually am it's not a matter of like oh I'm upset or rather George just living her life I don't see how shit no more like Mm -hmm. at all you got one time to get on my nerve and then I'm just like well, you know what? Let me just protect my Muting is way more effective than blocking. Why do you think so? Because they have no, like, if you block somebody, they know you block them. Good. So now, So now they feel like you're giving them so much energy toward a situation. Mute, you're not paying attention to them, and they have no idea. So they're scrambling. If y'all really have a beef, they're over there like, <laughs> I, don't, the- I don't get it. What, like, pulling not, their hair out. Not they're scrambling. <laughs> answers so i feel like mute is a little bit more powerful than a block a block is way too much energy to me a block is the simplest of energy it is blocking i never see you again but i will say like there was only two people that i blocked this year no three 
And it wasn't even like emotional based. It was also just like, why am I? No, I'm good. I have one person blocked, but they have like 13 pages. <laughs> so I'll keep, keep up with that. <laughs> If <laughs> you, you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> no, I, um, no I, I will say, like, for all the the key keys and the jokes, I would not trade anything about this year um, at the fuck all, whether it comes to, like, family, friends. I'm happy that the bonds that I had with people, I was able to strengthen even more um, to be close with my loved ones, to have these amazing strides. For, but, I'm sorry, y'all. You, you did not see what she just did. <laughs> to have these amazing <laughs> I hate you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm clearly having a moment and you just go, fuck it. Um, I don't even know if that, if I even need to have the motivational message. I, I guess if I'm just going to do a motivational message, it's just something of let this year be one of thankfulness. Let this year be one of reaching those unattainable dreams. I want us to start saying impossible shit. I want like in my mind, I'm going to marry Tiana Taylor. No, I'm kidding. Like I'm joking. I would never marry her. She's she fucking scares me. She's too much of a nigga. Like if I'm going to marry Tiana Taylor, I might as well marry Kevin Gates. Like, <laughs> like they both they are hood. I like see it. Right. Like if you going to do that, you might as well do this. But um yeah, I want us to just start saying like insane stuff. I used to say, and I, re- I think of, I think that's the thing. Like we say that as kids, like I'm gonna work for NASA, I'm gonna do this, or I'm gonna do that, and then it's like we allow other people's, you know, fears to project onto themselves. I've had things happen to me that completely don't even make no goddamn sense. Like how I was in space for that to happen, how someone saw me, how it even came to be, but lo and behold, it did. And I want us to have, make 2019, if Donald fucking KKK Trump can be president of the United States, I can do anything. I can do anything. You're like, reading Rainbow. <laughs> like, if that idiot can sit here and run a country, then I can sit here and run my life and do it miles more successful than that white supremacist. So... Let this be a year of just spreading love and positivity. Also, let this be a year of just pacing yourself. So what if you're not married or engaged or in a relationship? Work on yourself. Work on what makes you happy. So what? You maybe ain't hit that first million. So what? You maybe haven't bought that first property. So what? You maybe haven't had the baby. Like, or your edges haven't fully grown back. Just work on you. Take it slow, sis. Take it slow, bruh. It is coming. Okay, and also know that July 19th, let's just really celebrate and revel in the fact that the king has returned. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm just trying to get to July so I can watch The Lion King. And if Jesus wants to take us after then, he can. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ready to go. Like, what? Let me tell you something. Trump still has another year and a half to try and kill us all. Like this, I feel this year makes people a little bit more comfortable because we can at least see the end in sight. It's like, if we can just get through this and then go to 2020, he's gone. But all just like, yes, for the last episode of Joy Has Questions 2018, I cannot thank you all enough for rocking with me. I don't think you all fucking understand um, how appreciative I am when you all tell me that you have 
to catch up with my show or that you've listened to my show or you love to, you know, the you better know, whatever it is. Or when you tell me like, oh man, you really was vibing well with this guest. So whatever you all send me, just know that I'm so thankful. I'm so appreciative. Um, it means the absolute world to me. And I cannot wait to give y'all much more amazing content. So Jasmine, anything you want to say to the people? No, I've said all I wanted to say. Stop sounding like... No, for, but seriously, thank you all for subscribing us to putting my producer hat on. I do appreciate um, the growth of Joy Has Questions in the comments, being rated five stars on iTunes. Um, <laughs> you know, the... Mama I, I, made it. <laughs> yeah, I see all the likes, I see all the comments, I see all the reposts, all of that. So I'm very appreciative of the growth and just everyone reaching out and supporting the show. So keep that up, please. Also, she has multiple shows that is not just my own. Like, definitely mm-hmm. got to give her her props. She is over here. Money. Thank no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um... But no, in general, and that's the thing. Thank you, aside from just being, you know, one of my best friends, my go-to, definitely my my back. Like, you are that hitter. Like, <laughs> um, but just to be such an amazing how, just like, to be such an how. Oh, God, I just did the dumbest shit. I hit myself, y'all, in the ankle with this damn scissors, and it hurt. Um, but to all jokes aside, to be such an amazing, proficient, businesswoman i am in like you taught yourself this and <laughs> like and no you one, just said that out loud and it clicked I'm like, oh. <laughs> like like you did not go to school for this you literally sat there and taught yourself and now you have mastered it your sound quality is amazing thank you if i and i will be quite honest i am sorry for ever leaving your network because it was <laughs> stupid it was me being mad me being in my feelings and i also learned a valuable business lesson i am just flabbergasted (laughs) i'm like when i see like just show after show after show that you keep securing and keep booking um the sky's the limit i can't wait to invest into this like (laughs) i'm serious it's it's scary to think of but thank you i appreciate that yeah success is scary but i'd rather be scared and successful than scared (laughs) and a bum so (laughs) take that for what you that is the last word of 2018 (laughs) right there um love you all so much i cannot wait to see you all with my amazing guests for january 6th and i will catch you on the flip side joy has questions it's out for 2018 Bye.